Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, Today I will be talking about the week of May 31st till June 6th, 2022. I can't believe that we are already in June, um, halfway through the... (sighs) Gorgarian year or the calendar year, whatever you want to call it. Um, Just crazy. Time's flying. Um, So leading up to June 2nd, you know, this is like this precursor of the energy for the week. Mercury is barely moving in the sky. And this is typically the part of the retrograde phase that is felt more so when Mercury is getting ready to station retrograde or direct and it's really not moving and it appears to be stopping in the sky is when that Mercury retrograde energy kind of has its last flare up or its first flare up, um, depending on which way it's going. But this week we have Mercury um, getting ready to station direct, which means it will start be moving back, moving forwards in the sky, going back over to the, gr- the degrees that it's already been at um, for its retrograde phase. So technically we're out of the retrograde period, but we still have some some things to kind of hash out. Um, Astrologically, it's a super light week, um, but relatively intense and kind of like a precursor um, unpacking of what the rest of the year is going to be felt like just because there's not a lot of astrological transits happening this week um, for the planets that I typically work with. But we have two planets, um, two planets stationing this week. We have Mercury stationing direct, which means it's going to be moving forward. And we have Saturn stationing retrograde, which is means it's going to be moving backwards. So there's like this um, unpacking of that energy. Um, but, you know, something I want to mention on June 1st to the 3rd, um, part of the day on the 3rd, we have the moon in Cancer. <clears throat> I typically don't bring the moon up a lot in these weekly outlooks, just because Uh, there's been a lot astrologically unpacking and sometimes the moon um, not to discredit the energy of the moon but sometimes the moon gets lost in the flavor I like to think of like the bigger overall pictures of um, astrology and sometimes the moon is just so quick moving that the transits aren't felt as heavily as like a Neptune or a Jupiter or Saturn transit or even a Venus or a Mars transit so this week I'm giving the moon some love. Um, you'll kind of pick up on that theme is when it's a light week for new energies being introduced. I mention things about the moon because um, why not? So um, like I was saying, June 1st to the 3rd, part of the day on the 3rd, the moon is in Cancer. So you could be feeling a little bit more sentimental or emotional or just more Um, connected with your internal world, wanting to be at home more, wanting to be with family more, um, reminiscing about the past, things like that, especially reminiscing about the past with the fact that we have Mercury retrograde during that time period, Um, you know, bringing up past memories, stuff like that. Um, On June 1st, it squares Mars. um, And that means that Jupiter isn't on the mix because we have Mars and Jupiter they're still only two degrees away from each other in the sign of Aries. So realistically on the first, we have um, 
moon square, Mars and Jupiter in Aries. So there's a little bit more intense energy because we're still feeling that Mars Jupiter um, in the sky right now, that the, the big, big anger, big aggression, um, this grandiose idea of, um, you know, crusading for a belief and you need to stand up on your soapbox and proclaim your, um, you know, proclaim your belief system and how it's right, stuff like that. But anyways, <clears throat> so this moon, moon, Jupiter, Mars combination, um, it could be things like feeling the, these feelings of one security or family being threatened, where there's this need to fight for one's family or security with violence and um, kind of strong arm someone because there is this like uh, threat, this big threat of something, you know, you know, um, not something that's intrusive um, to, to your private life or to something that you love dearly and something that you cherish. Um, so you might notice that um, beginning of June, you know, first to the third, people are a little bit more um, touchy about subjects. Um, so it might be best to just keep things very lighthearted not get too deep or in depth with, um, you know, belief systems and values and morals or um, bringing up politics, stuff like that. Um, it might just be a day to be lighthearted, have fun, um, appreciate people's company, you know, opening your home in a way that's generous, but knowing that, you know, you don't have to bring up the outside world and you can just kind of um, go with the flow. <clears throat> you know, this, this moon combination with the Mars-Jupiter, um, it could also be felt where there's like no room or no way to compromise with anyone else and you're kind of set um, with some sort of belief or some sort of moral or some sort of, you know, um, belief system where you can't you can't see the other side of it, and um, you're kind of you're almost you're not necessarily stuck in your ways, but you're not willing to hear other people's or factor in other people's um, um, values, as you know you kind of think that yours is the best or yours is the only way. Um, you know, and it can also be bigger in your feelings and loud emotions and actions as well, too. So if you have small children, just be aware that there might be a little bit more hot-tempered or quick to react or needing a little bit more nurturing and reassurance on these days because there could be big feelings, um, whether it be anger, whether it be aggression, whether it be fear, um, whether it just be frustration and annoyance and stuff like that. Um, I could see that on this day, you know, like overstimulation, oversensitive bodies could, you know, get very overwhelmed. So it's just something to be aware of. I would be interested in with um, hearing all your stories. If you do have children, if on these days that you notice that they're a little bit more overstimulated, oversensitive, frustrated, annoyed, just hot in general, <laughs> or crabby in general. Um, so you know, if you have kids and you notice on June 1st to the 3rd, let me know. I would love to hear because 
I, I love how literal astrology is sometimes. And typically it's very literal um, with little bodies because they're just so much more sensitive to the energies of the world. They're not, um, you know, they haven't been beaten down by the struggles of life. <laughs> um, on June 2nd, we have Mercury stationing direct. It's finally here. I feel like this Mercury retrograde was longer than normal. Um, I don't necessarily know if it was. It just felt that way for me. Um, it moves out of Taurus on June 14th, and it is out of its shadow phase on June 18th. So we still do have some degrees that Mercury has to go back over that it's already been at. Um, so we're, we're technically direct, but we're not technically out of the retrograde phase yet. So um, you can kind of breathe a sigh of relief, but know that things that happen during the retrograde still might come up at this period. Um, <clears throat> so when Mercury stations direct, this is the degree of Taurus it was at around April 26th. Um, themes or conversations from this time could be brought back up to you. Um, you know, feelings could be of that around that time could be brought back, um, situations, stuff like that. But this time we're given a new perspective on what's happening. So, um, possibly more puzzle pieces are added to this conversation, to this thought, to this theme. Um, so you can see the bigger picture a little bit better or um, have a better understanding of it. So you're not necessarily so quick to react um, because we're not moving in a retrograde fate. Uh, we're not moving in a retrograde pattern right now. Um, but interestingly enough, this is a very interesting week between um, Mercury and Saturn. It's a very, those are the two planets I focused on. So when Mercury is stationing direct, which means it stops at 26 degrees <clears throat> in Taurus, it doesn't quite make the square to Saturn and Aquarius, but it's like a degree away. So it's, it's potent enough. And these two planets are stopping and they're, um, you know, Mercury is moving backwards. Saturn is, was moving forwards and it's stopping. So Mercury was moving backwards and it's stopping. Saturn was moving forwards and it's stopping. So there's, they're doing this funny dance where it's like, we're going to talk to each other, but we're not going to fully get there. And we're going to kind of yell at each other from across the room. So things might get a little messy or mucky. It's like they don't, they want to keep their distance almost. Um, and you kind of know how that is, is like, if you're trying to talk to someone, <clears throat> but you're not close enough that conversations get misconstrued a little bit. So be aware of that energy coming through in this week where things or people might not be close enough to you to fully understand or comprehend what's going on. So on a general sense, this, this is the energy I'm picking up on for this week with that Mercury and that Saturn. Um, I could see it as the silencing of someone's opinion or people's opinions. You know, the silencing of something that others feel are going against the status quo. Um, something that... Um, you know, censoring others' values or opinions that seem different, um, seem, you know, not standard, um, or just seen as something that is not common. <clears throat> um, it could also be difficult or challenging conversations, something that has been brought up before, and now it's really time to deal with it. 
um, where it's been brought up so many times where it's like beating a dead horse. Something that you need to get out of the way and move on with your life because Mercury's moving forward, but you know, Saturn's holding its ground. So we, we kind of have to bring it up. Um, I could see this, you know, thinking about the way the planets are moving, I could see it as one party is ready to move forward, but the other party is not ready to move forward. And they're kind of bringing back the past. And one party is like, no, but we need to progress to the future. We need to work this out and get over this, this challenge, this conflict. Um, you know, it's a very interesting week because we have those two planets. We have Mercury and Saturn stopping at the same time in the sky. Um, but one is getting ready to move forward and leave things in the past, like I was saying, and one is getting ready to move backwards and bring things up from the past. So this is a very, this could be a very little literal thing that you feel this week where it's like forward progression, but old ideals, um, old issues, old consequences are coming back up that need to be dealt with. And it's going to be having to be dealt with in the future. I could see it, um, this, this Mercury-Saturn story further unfolding when we have Mercury in Leo later in the summer, when Mercury opposes Saturn that's retrograde. So this theme comes back up type of thing. Um, but it's very interesting. So think of that energy when you're um, dealing with any sort of Mercury retrograde situation. It's like the past is being brought back up, but you're trying to progress to the future or possibly you need to deal with the past because you've been pushing it aside and uh, it's coming to bite you back in the ass type of thing, um, which totally happens. Saturn's kind of hard life lessons. So um, and that brings me to my next and my last uh, transit or uh, planetary energy I wanted to speak on today is we have on June 5th, we have Saturn stations retrograde. So all week Saturn's stopped in the sky. So we need to like really be aware of that. Um, so, you know, things in society itself and things in the mainstream or the... Um, collective are going to feel stagnant for a little bit. <clears throat> um, and it could also feel like just the past is being shoved in your face. Um, and the same old issues are being brought back up with zero talk of resolution or um, talk of resolution that's already been brought back up that's kind of proven that it won't work type of thing. So Saturn is retrograde until about October 22nd. That's my son's birthday. Um, he'll be five, just side note. Um, so it'll be, so Saturn is a slow moving planet. So when Saturn's retrograde, he's retrograde for a good amount of time. So this is something we need to be aware of for the rest of the, you know, the majority of the rest of the year. Saturn will be retrograde and things are going to come back and kind of bite us in the ass. You know, it's just kind of how the planet works. <clears throat> and Saturn's in its home sign of Aquarius. So it's got a little bit more prominence and potency when it comes to Saturnian things like um, structure and regulations and not rules, but like the 
the laws that govern society, like moral laws or etiquette laws, stuff like that. Um, Saturn is also seen as father time. So he, he is like the marker of cycles, stuff like that. Um, it's also like um, responsibilities, commitments, um, things that are difficult to deal with, but in the end they're, they're rewarding and it's, and it's worthwhile type of thing. Um, so a very important thing that I think that we need to pay attention to with the Saturn stationing retrograde is as Saturn is stationing retrograde, the moon is opposing Saturn in the sign of Leo. So this is kind of setting the tone for the retrograde phase because Saturn stopped and picking up on this moon energy. Realistically, it's only for a day because the moon moves quite fast, but we need to factor this in is like, this is going to be a theme for the retrograde is this moon opposed Saturn. Um, and you know what? I didn't look on the 22nd to see where the moon was um, to kind of flavor that, the, the stationing on um, direct, but I'd, I'd be curious um, to see if the moon plays any um, influence in the 22nd. Anyways, moving on. <clears throat> so, you could see the revision of regulations, harsher punishments, casting out um, others for different views than your own, or this ostracization of anything that is seen as old and outdated and not progressive or not part of the progressive movement and not part of the... Um, not part of what is now considered the mainstream or is the new norm type of thing the new normal um is are we still saying that i hope not um with the moon opposing saturn right now um as the planet is stopping in the sky i could see it as limitations being pushed on us about our sovereignty in our bodies and how we govern the self and how we have a sense of freedom to, um, you know, to have sovereignty. Um, you know, a, a Leo moon is like screams sovereignty to me. Um, where there's this urge for progress and reform, but it's done in a way that takes away how we individuate from each other. Like there's this movement to just become like everyone else and not stand up for what's best for our bodies um, and kind of not see the difference in how unique and individual each human is and rather see it as a hive mind or some sort of collective robotic form where we're all the same and we all need the same things, but it's everyone is so unique individual. I could see it as kind of casting the start of casting out one's individuation between the crowd. There's this feeling of something personal being taken away from us where our pride is stepped on, pushed on, pushed down, or seen as something that we should be ashamed of. Um, where Pride is seen as boastful and arrogant 
and somewhat narcissistic and we need to um, hide those big emotions and not be so loud and kind of blend in with the crowd and just stand in line and have your name, have your number ready um, type of thing. Like you, you no longer have a name. You're, you're just a number. I could see that during the retrograde, the hive mind mentality is pushed on us more where we need to, to stand with reform or we cast out of society. Those that differ from the mainstream and they're seen as a threat to the system and they're almost put on trial to bring shame and public humiliation to where there is this fear of the different or this fear of challenging the status quo and challenging the mainstream opinion where um, we're kind of we just kind of have to stand in line and not ask questions and not try to shine brighter than anyone else. Um, I'm sorry if this feels really heavy, but this is just, as I was writing this, this is just what was coming to me. Um, I think that the whole progressive movement and the whole gender fluidity is really going to be more prevalent for this for this uh saturn retrograde where we're almost trying to remove unique individuation that we all have where it's like we need to be seen as non-binary or like gender fluid and stuff like that um, or like the weirder you are, the, the more progressive and the better it is where it's like, I'm starting to see this as like normal is seen as scary and different. It's like, you know, that which was traditional is now seen as bad. And now it's seen as, um, <clears throat> somewhat toxic, which I mean, the way I see it is everyone is so different. It's like, I don't, have any opinion on how you live your life as long as you're not affecting my life because I don't want to affect your life either. It's like you can live your life as long as I'm able to live mine. Um, you know, I know what I like. I know how to take care of my body finally after 32 years. And um, I'm going to keep trying to improve and, and, you know, embrace that sovereignty that I have and know that I'm able to take care of myself and I don't need, um, I don't need some sort of government assistance to take care of myself or government rules and regulation to know what's best for me. <clears throat> this is the time where we need to be introspective and think for ourselves that Others should not pressure you into being a part of a movement or else you will have to face the consequences if you're not part of that movement where we, we look inside ourselves for our own sovereignty and we look inside ourselves for the work that needs to be done um, and those hard and difficult life lessons that we've learned and how we've grown from them um, to kind of have a better understanding for the world around us because that's what's so beautiful about this world. It's like 
everyone is so unique and different. And when we all just embrace our own uniqueness and our own sovereignty, we're able to create like just a, a wonderful buzz of energy um, where everyone can kind of just be themselves. Um, you know, it's to realize that society consists of different views, morals, and beliefs. And that just because others feel differently than you doesn't mean we need to treat them as outcasts. Um, and that's a big thing. I could see a much more divide between the United States, you know, more issues that you feel like you need to stand on one side or the other um, are kind of brought up and put in our face where you need to either say yes or no. And that's where you stand and you need to kind of be in box A or box B. And, and it's just like, it's just more rules and regulations and, you know, thought processes just being pushed on us. Um, and if you're not part of a certain thought process or a certain progressive movement, you're seen as this outcast that is a threat to society and a threat to the, a threat to the, um, to the system. And, you know, it's almost like a virus in the body where the body attacks itself to get rid of this virus. And it kind of, you know, it causes this chaos. So as heavy as it is, is I think that this is a, a wonderful opportunity to look and look inside ourselves to find our own sovereignty and to find um, what we feel morally responsible for and how we bring what unique gifts that we bring to the collective mindset, the collective hive mind. Um, not just because someone told us to bring those gifts, but it's something that we feel, you know, responsible to bring something that we're good at the, the work that we want to put in and make something better for this weird web of collective energy that we all have. Um, as heavy as that, as that is for the Saturn retrograde, I think that, you know, realistically, there's going to be more arguments, more fights. There's going to be more out, um, outbursts at rules and regulations being pushed on people. Um, I could see more um, requirements for things being pushed on people, possibly even just more restrictions um, on, on just, you know, anything that's happened in the past couple of years. But this is our time to find our sovereignty. Um, this is our time to be introspective, do the work, analyze those life lessons that we've had, um, use our unique gifts and talents, kind of redevelop skills and trait and, tr um, you know, skills and trades that we have and um, use it to benefit our lives and the collective life. So that's what I have for this week. Um, it was a really light week, but I feel like I got a little bit deep. So I'm happy that there wasn't a lot going on so that it wasn't too overwhelming or <laughs> too harsh. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. And again, I appreciate all of you. And I'm so happy that I have people that love what I do because I love what I do. Thank you for tuning in every week and supporting me. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. Bye.